Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hey girls, we are on week two of this To Date or Not To Date series. Um, This is Caroline Hare, and I gotta be honest with you girls, last week the flu and strep throat got to me, and so that's why we didn't have a weekly word. But we're back this week, and we are talking about uh, continuing this series on moving on and getting over. That's what t- today's topic is. You know, um, when it comes to getting over a relationship or moving on after a breakup or a crush or or a toxic relationship, there's there's lots of the typical uh, cliche things that you see on Netflix or on TV or movies. Um, where you see the girl with a pint of ice cream and she's sitting there and she's crying and she's in her pajamas or her sweats and she's drowning her sorrows in ice cream. And I will say a lot of girls do get over breakups by doing that or by going and hanging out with their friends or maybe it's by uh, keeping busy and doing something else. But whenever it comes to getting over um, someone or moving on, you have to keep in mind one of the things that oftentimes us girls do or want to do is to get even or to to push it in somebody else's face that you've moved on. And so many times you see girls immediately start dating someone else or or they throw themselves into some other activity just to distract themselves and to flaunt uh, to their previous lover or their crush that, hey, I've moved on, I'm good. Um, but I want to encourage you Whenever it comes to getting over someone or getting over a crush or a toxic relationship, one thing uh, that I would encourage you to do is instead of hanging on to their stuff, get rid of it. Um, That is something that typically they talk about in the movies, but I would say get rid of their stuff. Um, There's no need to keep a shrine of somebody else and their belongings and, oh my goodness, look at this gum wrapper from the first time that... He spit out his gum on our date. Um, you don't need to keep the movie tickets, the um, you know, the one little kernel of popcorn that you saved. You don't need to keep his jacket. You don't need to keep love letters. Um, those things just continue um, to drag on and reinforce a relationship and hurt and pain. And so it's best just to really get rid of them. Um, if you if you are wanting to get rid of them, I don't think you have to necessarily give them back to the person, but I would say give them to your mom, give them to a good friend, um, throw them in the trash, get rid of them. Because almost like a, 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 I would just say almost like pulling off a Band-Aid, it's sometimes better just to rip the Band-Aid off instead of the slow peel back where it's like painful um, and that little sticky part is just like a constant pain. It's better just to rip the Band-Aid off. And I would say get rid of their stuff. Um, and, and then that would help you clear your mind uh, to not be so focused on them uh, first off. If you're on Snapchat with them and you are you have streaks with them, I would say give up the streaks. I would say quit that. Um, quit texting them. Quit calling them. Quit 
um, responding to them. Um, I would say a clean break is probably the easiest thing to do and you gain strength and momentum whenever you're able to make that clean break. Um, I know that many times whenever it comes to relationships, you're going to have to see the person again, um, whether it be in class or in passing uh, at the ball field or just in general in the community. Uh, But I just want to encourage you to get a clean break from them if you can. Um, You can be kind to them. You don't have to be ugly to them. Uh, Speak, say hi, how are you, and move on. Um, But it doesn't mean that you have to dwell and go hang out with them all the time. Um, The more you're able to separate yourself from them, the more you're able to move forward and move on. Um, It's also really helpful to have some friends around you that understand the situation and they're not trying to get you back together. They're not um, they're not going to ag on or cause extra drama by saying, hey, did you know that he has a new girlfriend already? I mean, sometimes it's good to be aware of those things, but you want good friends that are going to kind of, I picture it almost like an Oreo. They're going to like be the the cookie part to your mushy self as you're mushy and gushy and, and feel a little bit out of control from a breakup or getting over someone. It's good to have two strong people on both sides of you. And so if you're going to a ball game and you know you're going to have to see him, maybe that's the time that you say, okay, I need my two best friends, one on each side of me, and they're going to help shield me. And and if we come up to their group of friends, they're going to help protect me from that. And they're going to help steer me on to the next group of people. Um, so I think those key things are, are really important. But one of the things that I do want to encourage you to do is it, it's good to go to the Lord, you know, and in the word, it says that God binds up the brokenhearted. And there are so many stories in the Bible of um, just people that are brokenhearted before God. And um, they are broken with a contrite heart. They have an open, clean heart before the Lord. And that is where God is able to rush in. And he's able to just bind it up and heal it. And so I just want to encourage you, go to the Lord with your pain. Instead of going and throwing yourself into another activity or into another bowl, boy, um, I would just say, go to the Lord and say, okay, God, I need you to heal me today. I need, I need to be comforted in the way that only you, God can comfort me. Um, I know for myself, I remember I went through a breakup several years ago and, um, I not only had some really good friends around me that were those, um, cookies that stood beside me and were strong. But I know I remember coming home from a painful experience where I had been um, encountered the guy that I had dated and he was with his new girlfriend and it was like right in front of my face. It was rubbed in my face and I was hurting and it was really painful. And I remember that night I got home and whenever I finally got in my room, I closed the door, I turned on some worship music and I remember falling literally on the floor and crying. And I just sobbed into the ground and I cried out to God and I said, God, I'm in pain. I'm hurting. You know, I loved him. And and in that moment, there was something about that brokenness. It's where God is able to take and put the pieces back together. Um, I'm reminded of the Bethel song, uh, Pieces, that God doesn't give his heart in pieces to us. Um, and he doesn't, you know, do things to please other people. Um, God loves us just the way that we are. And so I know for me, sometimes it means sitting literally in my bed and just pretending like I'm sitting in Father God's lap like a little kid and just letting him, like pretending to let God just hold me, like let me cry. 
And so I would say, go to the Lord, go to the Psalms and read about what God's love is about you and what his promises are. Um, Whenever I've gone through heartbreak, it it is always beautiful to go back to the Psalms and read through those because they're just word after word of his promises and his protection and his provision that he's going to be the one that shepherds you, that guides you, the one that's going to lead you to paths of righteousness for his name's sake, that he's going to be the one Um, that's the lifter of your head. He's going to be your strong tower. That when you look into the Psalms, those are the areas where it just speaks of his love for you and his promises over you. And maybe for you, that means that you need to read the Psalms out loud every day and that you're just going to declare them over yourselves. Um, Another thing I would encourage you to do as you're moving on and getting over um, is breaking soul ties. So Every single person that we come into contact with, we all have souls and we all have different connections with one another. And whenever we interact with each other, we interact with each other in body, soul, and spirit. And so our spirits interact with one another. And that's why sometimes you can just walk into a friend's presence and immediately feel lifted because they may have a joy-filled spirit. Um, But whenever it comes to um, souls, our souls connect with one another and there are godly souls ties and there are ungodly soul ties. The godly soul ties are the things that bring out the God in each other um, in us. And so whenever I'm around a friend and and they bring out uh, the spirit, uh, the peace in me, that that's the fruit of the spirit. And so I'm like, man, that brings out the peace in me whenever I'm around that person and that, that encourages my soul. But whenever you're around somebody and they have ungodly soul ties, it becomes this dependent relationship where it's like, oh, our our messes are the things that attract us to one another. And those are the things that we have in common together. And so when it comes to soul ties, I picture it almost like we all have these invisible rubber bands between each other. And whenever you break off a relationship with somebody, um, you want to make sure you break the ungodly soul ties because those ungodly things will try to reattach to one another. For instance, if you and your boyfriend, um, were providing each other with comfort because you were both lonely and your relationship was based off of the fact that you were both lonely and you thought each other were cute. Well, suddenly the next time you're around him and you feel lonely and he feels lonely and he thinks you're cute and you think he's cute, you're going to be back in that same trap with that same old boy all over again. And in reality, you know that he's not a good pick for you. And so what needs to happen is you need to break that bad soul tie of loneliness and that attraction thing. That's a lust thing, not a, not a just, I find you attracted. And so The way that you can do that, it's a simple prayer, and it goes something like this. Father God, I break the ungodly, I break in the name of Jesus, the ungodly soul ties between me and whatever his name is, and God, right now I just send back to whatever his name is, um, the ungodly soul ties uh, washed and cleansed in the blood of Jesus, and God, I take back what is mine washed and cleansed in the blood of Jesus. We want to take back 
um, what what we have that belongs to them, that where those areas where maybe your loneliness was being fulfilled in him, you take those areas of loneliness back and let the Lord fill those up in you, not a boy. Um, and then you can send back to him his loneliness and let him deal with that with the Lord too. But we want to wash and cleanse it in the blood of Jesus, that it's completely cleansed, it's whole, it's clean, that you're sending back things that are better than what they came to you. And so you just break those things off and you just say, God, thank you that I'm free to be me. Um, and so it's really just that simple. And so I just want to encourage you, if you maybe have had multiple boyfriends or, or relationships or even someone you've been physical with, I would recommend you breaking soul ties with that person, um, the ungodly soul ties. You want to keep the godly ones because when you see that guy that you dated and you don't want to be attracted to the loneliness in him and in you, you want to be attracted to the godly things about him. And and whenever you see him, those godly soul ties where maybe he encouraged you to pray when you were stressed out, like those things are encouraged. Um, so I just want to encourage you to break soul ties, ungodly soul ties, um, Make a clean break with him as far as um, contact with him as well as any items of his. Um, Get some good friends to surround you and cast your cares on the Lord. Cast your cares on him. And then that's a good time to go back to the drawing board as you're moving on and getting over and look at, okay, God, what is it that I need in a relationship? And asking yourself some questions like, okay, God, what did I learn from this relationship? Take some time to journal that down. Ask the Lord, what did I learn in this relationship? God, what areas of me need to change? God, what areas in uh, in a man do I want that are different? Um, and maybe you go on and write down the things. Okay, God, what were the good things about this person? And what were the bad things that I don't want that again? So that then whenever you get into the next relationship or the next time you're considering dating someone, you can go back to that list and you can go, okay, have I learned this? Okay, have I worked on these things myself? Does this new guy reflect these old bad habits of that other dude? Or does he walk in the things that I'm wanting, God? Um, and that I feel like God's laid on my heart that I need in a, in a person. Um, those are just some, a few little tidbits on, uh, you know, moving on and getting over uh, toxic relationships. And again, I just say have friends that keep you accountable, mentors that keep you accountable um, so that you can go to them and say, yeah, I messed up. I actually did text him today. Or those people that you can, they can check in on you and say, hey, have you talked to him? And you can say, nope, not at all, actually. And so I just want to encourage you, um, you will get over it. It might feel painful and long in the beginning, but over time it'll become easier and easier to where whenever you see them, it'll be just like nothing, not a big deal at all. Um, we thank you so much for joining us in this series on To Date and Not To Date. And I just want to encourage you to follow us on social media, on Instagram. Our Instagram name is Waves Girls Conference. And, and again, be and just in knowing that we have our girls conference in Destin coming up in October and we are so excited about that. Tickets will go on sale July 1st. Um, in addition, I will say I, a shameless plug for myself. I know that I've been working on a book for quite a while and finally released my book, Big Hair and Big Faith. And uh, it's all about if you're a girl in ministry or a girl wanting to go into ministry, it could just be the book for you. Um, how to have faith as big as your hair and um, how to have an impact that crosses oceans. Hope you girls have a great day. Um, please make sure and and like our podcast, make a review. Um, we would really appreciate it.
Have a great one, girls. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.